What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Guy podcast. I'm Andy Mokel, and I'll be your host. Our goal is to have epic conversations with people from all walks of life. There are no talking points that are off the table. It's going to get wild. We hope our guests inspire and motivate you to walk with purpose as we trudge the road of human existence. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Legion Outdoors podcast. Uh, today I'm joined with Andy Malkel from uh, Northern California. Um, Andy is a uh, true DIY hunter from California. Uh, funny enough, I've met Andy just via Instagram and uh, we've kind of hit it off and just talked hunting and uh, he's actually helped me with a ton of advice and uh, yeah, just getting him on here, talk about a season uh, he's going to tell us who he is, what's going on in his season. Uh, he's been pretty damn successful, I'd say. Multiple yeah. states, multiple yeah, bucks this season. Yeah, it's not been a bad year at all. And, uh, yeah, so go ahead and uh, tell us about yourself, Andy. Uh, yeah, man, I was born in uh, Marin County, 19, uh, 1985, so I'm 32. Um, God, it's so weird. You meet somebody who's like a 90s baby. You're like, oh, my God, you're a 90s baby. <laughs> <clears throat> but... Uh, you know, growing up where I grew up, we were not allowed to talk about the fact that I came from a hunting family. Um, you know, doing, having a very outdoors life. You know, my grandfather was a game warden. Uh, my grandmother was a postmaster. Every single person, and my, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my uncles, you know, my grandparents, everybody hunted. Um, you know, but yeah, I grew up in Marin County. Um uh, and uh yeah it's not it's not bad it was uh it was a pretty decent childhood i got into hunting you know the first time i saw an animal get killed i was uh oh god how old i I must have been three or four my dad shot a mountain grouse and uh and uh he drilled it and i just couldn't handle it i just broke down crying and and i think shortly after that it was like two years after that i saw my first um saw my first deer get killed my grandma actually shot it it was an x-zone buck and um it was like one of the coolest things i've ever seen you know it was like me and my dad and my mom and my grandma and my grandfather we all got together and we all helped her pack it out you know the whole the whole family um it was pretty awesome experience so i got exposed to hunting i got into hunting you know at, at a fairly young age Nice man. Yeah, that's like yeah. a complete opposite of me. I uh, I definitely wasn't introduced into hunting for a long time. I wanted to get into it when I was younger, but uh, uh-huh. I couldn't really get into it until I could buy my own rifle, man. And now, uh, picked it up at eighteen and just started from there, more shooting. And then my buddy got me into hunting, and so that's cool to have a family that's all in it and uh, getting to grow up around that, man. I could only imagine. What, what was that? What was the caliber that you got? What kind of rifle? Three oh eight. Yeah, little trust three hundred eight still in my safe, yeah. man. That thing's yeah standard. That, that thing is uh, that's a killer. Yeah. Now I'm onto the six five Creedmoor though, so trying all sorts of things out. Right. If right. it ain't broke, don't fix it. But why not try more calibers, right? <laughs> right. I actually, I'm, I'm actually looking at a six five Creedmoor. I'm looking to switch right now. Dude, that round uh, is. It's a little speedy Gonzales. Yeah, and the only problem is Christensen Arms will not allow. Uh, I can't pick it up for another year from them. Oh, damn! Is the best way to put it. Yeah. So that's yeah. the way that goes. Some fufu rifles there, dude. Yeah, right. But I, I got another one on order. It should be here in about ten ten weeks from them. Nice. What do you uh, What do you got on order? Uh, I think it's called a, a Ridge Line. Okay. Um, it's got the carbon fiber barrel. It's twenty eight nozzler. Oh. So I'm gonna use the twenty eight nozzler to replace my. Uh, 3378 nice. which is what i've been shooting and you do uh with those calibers you reload i do i nice. do i i reload all my own ammunition Attaboy. yeah except for shotgun do it, man you know i was talking yeah. to somebody today about hunting and here we are already spiraling off on something else but um <laughs> that's what podcasts for right so right i was talking to somebody about that today and they were talking to me about like uh just getting into hunting and everything i was like yeah man i was like you know, you got to do it every, from, from the get go. Like the only thing yeah. maybe we don't do is build our own rifles, but you reload your own ammunition. You, yeah. you harvest the animal on your own. You butcher the animal on your own. You, you package the animal on your own and it's in your yeah, freezer totally. cooking on your own. It's, it's the true field, the table, man. So, uh, yeah. 
so let's talk about your season, dude. Um, you've had a pretty amazing season. Um, I mean, so two months, two states, two bucks. No, three bucks. Three bucks. August. August. Oh, that's I right. Got three my, bucks. I got my first. No, I got my first buck in the beginning. The beginning is September, the Friday before. What's that? Labor Day, right yeah. there. So I got my first buck Friday before Labor Day. Uh, archery, over the counter, general tag. Um, you know, and it's it's funny. This year was actually my first year that I got to hunt with a rifle in California in I think three years. The last three years. Um, I have tagged out with my bow oh, wow. in California. Um, just on general over-the-counter tags, no X zone, nothing, nothing special or anything. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, so this year I got I got my first buck, which you know I, I always try to get my deer early so I can help other people. You know, and and anybody who's hunting around me help them get on their deer. So I got yeah. mine. I'm gonna stop but, you right there because, yeah. dude, watching your Instagram and seeing everybody you hunt with, man, I think that's something that you do that's it, it definitely inspires me. And um, at, you know, to to say like, I mean, thank you for doing that for other people, and like, I, yeah. I think it's pretty awesome. You don't really see that too often, especially in the hunting community. You know, people yeah. are very regarded about their zones and their areas, which everybody puts in their work and everything. But it's yeah. pretty awesome that you do that. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I'm I'm super uptight about the spots <laughs> that I hunt, and, yeah. and ta- I mean, you know, but I I teach hunters education. I love hunting. You know yeah. what I mean. So I try to take people out to get their first year. Um, you know, whether they be from out of state or in state. Um, you know, and and for me, it's all about all of us working together, all of us coming together and and helping each other. You know, at the same time. That being said, um, I've had some people actually this has been my worst year where people are showing up and they're they're snatch they're snatching the spots that i've i've brought them yeah you know i mean i always bring people it's like snatching a girlfriend dude it's yes yeah dude yeah exactly you know i always i always try to bring people with me you know but under the stipulation that like dude i have no problem hunting with you here you know just don't come back without me yeah. You know, like, well, we'll come back and we'll hunt this together and I'll continue to help help getting you deer or, you know, whatever. You know, but when you start coming into these spots without me or or, or whatever, you bring in new people. That's, you know, that's that the shit no doesn't fly go. Zone. Yeah, that, that just doesn't go around yeah. here, man. That's the last time yeah. you got information out of me. Yeah, absolutely. You know. All right. So but, let's get back to your season. Yeah. All right. So first buck was Labor Day. First buck Friday before Labor Day, I believe. Um, awesome, you know. Like I said, it gave me the rest of archery season to get out there uh, and and help other people, uh, you know. And then I I got to do before my hunt even started. I got to go out to Nevada. I got to go do that hunt with uh, with uh, with Basin with uh, with Josh with my buddy Josh. Yeah. And uh, you know, really get to explore some of Nevada's high country and and just really put the gear and the glass to the test which that was a whole nother that's a whole nother experience yeah um, that looked I mean, you know dude that experience looked amazing and you guys and he ended up uh succeeding on that right yeah like yeah he after. did so so actually that's so funny that you say that so i was actually gonna go back to nevada with him that thursday that wednesday before i got my buck and I told him, cause I was like, just way too stressed out, like not seeing deer, not connecting with deer. I was like, dude, I need to get, I need to kill a deer. I need to yeah. fill my freezer. You know, like I, I depend on this meat all year long. So I told him, I was like, sorry, bud, I can't, I can't make it on your trip. And he's all, he was super sick, dude. He was like terribly sick and he's all, I'm going by myself, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> he ended up, <laughs> so I got my buck Friday morning. And I think it was like Friday or Saturday night. Um, I was I was hunting with his brother in California, who's from Nevada. Yeah, and uh, tagged out there too. Yeah, and then so me and his brother got that buck. I think Sunday morning, and then also around noon that day, Josh harvested his buck as well. Damn. So we all three of us all got bucks. Same weekend. Same, yeah, I mean different states, but yeah. it was still just like that whole. 
collaboration. It was a great weekend for all three of us. Cloud nine of hunting right there, right? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like getting you get into service and then it's just blown up yeah. with your pictures and and all that stuff. But uh yeah, so after that, um you know, again, so uh the X Zone opened in California. Um I went out opening weekend to Nevada uh, with a couple guys that had a muzzleloader tag lights out outfitters and, and some other guys and uh, went out there and I think it was like opening night of D3 we whacked or maybe it was the second weekend we whacked a, a real nice solid four by and I went back to California met up with my dad and my nephew and my brother and went on their D zone hunt started trying to take care of that um, you know, we were unable to connect with anything. Um, in the meantime, got another buddy right at the end of archery season, got him a really nice forked horn, way better than the one that I shot. I'm bouncing all around. Sorry. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, 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 my my hunting season, seasons that's are why so we're damn packed. It's like, just go, 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 Every go, weekend. go. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude. I just can't get enough of it. <clears throat> and, uh, so we, Anyways, went back home, came back up for the opener at X Zone, and um, again, my buddy Josh and my buddy John, who I got that uh, that other D Zone buck with that that forked horn, um, they came out with me to do the X hunt, and you know, glass. They came out with me Friday. We got set up Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, we met these guys that were at a camp next to us, and like the hardest part was they're like, Oh, look at these sheds. We found, we saw six bucks this morning. We run into them the next day and they're like, Oh, we saw a fucking, excuse me. We saw, That's we saw right. another <laughs> right uncensored. It's good. I know. I know. I know. just bad habit. Uh, they're all, Oh, we saw another nine bucks today. And Oh, boom. That afternoon, the dad gets a solid four by four. They, oh, man. they missed another monster 30 inch three by three. And like, they, they're just telling us all these buck stories. And we're like, we saw a doe. That's, that's all we saw. That's the story of my life, dude. Dude. It was the, the roughest opening, opening weekend I think I've ever had. It was just like horrible, dude. We couldn't, we couldn't find bucks and everybody around us is just like, I think those guys open between opening Saturday and Sunday saw 19 shooter bucks. Like, wow. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> and they're camped right saw, next to you. Dude, we saw four does. That's like going fishing and like, the boat next to you is catching all the fish and you're like, what the hell are you guys using? It was horrible. Um, you know, but, uh, it was good. You know, but it you was, put in that work and then, yeah. So at the end of at, when those guys, you know, we kind of closed up, we had our little closing session. I mean, I think the last night, Saturday night, it was like 20 degrees. We didn't use tents. Oh. We slept in the middle of the road and in, in front of the Jeep, like just woke up the next morning, the most beautiful sunrise you've ever seen. And, uh, we kind of had a little powwow before everybody got on the road and you know we called it a day and all of that and like we had all been extremely frustrated but in that little powwow like the three of us managed to just start laughing and giggling and being like dude you couldn't ask for a better hunting trip like that's what this is about that's yeah. what this is it's like you don't see deer man you don't see bucks whether it's an x zone or a, or a over the counter or a, a zone or whatever it is you know you, you don't see bucks so anyways i i left them they drove home i went and met up with my dad and my brother who also had the same tag i had and uh you know I, we went out the next day we went out and uh you know we did some pretty good hunts we we didn't get on anything um finally the next day i think it was opening tuesday we went out and just boom, you know, there's a solid fork and, and then there's that three by three that I killed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I actually, I almost passed on him. I mean, and, and, uh, I think at that point I'd already passed two or three bucks. Yeah. When I and talked then, to you, you would just kind of like come on to him and you just kind of yeah. said you found a pack of does and 
It oh, was dude, we were gone. seeing, I mean, it, it was ridiculous, the amount of does we were seeing. You know, the, the weather temperatures were starting to change. Everything was starting to happen. Um, so they were all getting ready to just start bailing out yeah. of the high country. So we were getting into 20 pockets of 20, 30, 40 does. It was right. just ridiculous. Um, you know, so I, I got on my buck, boom. And it was, they were feeding in the sage 70 yards and he's looking straight at me and I just got on him and I looked at him and I was like, I put my rifle down and I looked at him again and he turned his head and I just saw how tall he was. And I was like, nope, I'm done. Boom. <laughs> and, uh, and dropped him. And then I ended up staying up there for four or five more days after that. Um, and I was, you know, just out hiking, pounding the, pounding the beat with my dad, um, we got God would we get into we got into a couple four by fours you know some real nice three by threes um, you know all five six seven hundred yard shots you know and and uh, it's difficult you know my dad is is getting he's getting older yeah and uh, you know he can't drop down to his knee and take a rest off his knee he's got to he's got to drop down and and sit and then pull out his sticks and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's slow. Um, which made it hard, man. That, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like the fall of the hero, you know, fall, the fall of the guy that I have just seen, you know, he swung a hammer for 40 years of his life. He built the house that I grew up in, you know, and, uh, and here he is and, and I'm, you know, spotting buck after buck after buck, but you know, he just doesn't, he doesn't have the uh, the ability to to make his his brain and his body doesn't fire at the same time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's got to be tough to see, man. Like, yeah, and yeah. we'll get more into that when I talk about Utah. But so that yeah. was that was California. Um, it was great, man. I and and I I got to help a lot of people. Um, yeah, like man, like you. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> to say that man this is the least man you on i think every hunt man you were helping other people so yeah that's awesome to see people doing that yeah yeah i mean for me that's i mean i i like watching i'm i can almost say this you know i like watching other people kill really big bucks more than i like getting them myself <laughs> you know just because it's like did you see that <laughs> did, you see? <laughs> did you see that that was so cool like <laughs> You know, it, it, for me, it gets super, super exciting. Um, I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna err on the other side of taking the bigger bucks. Uh huh. I mean, it's cool to see people get big bucks, but yeah, I feel it's like nice you to get, get them yourself. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. But uh, yeah, and then so we came back. You know, we did that hunt. We came back. It was four days. Um. Came back on a Sunday, turned around Thursday, left work at 10 a.m. No, left work at 2. I, I worked a full day that day, surprising. You'd never think that I have a job, I swear to God. I, was gonna, um, I asked for a while, like, does this guy work, man? Like, yeah, we like can, you, can ask me, you can ask me about my job after we talk about the, the hunting season if you want. That's fine. <laughs> um, you know, I just, I, I don't know if I can mention their name, but no, you know, fuck it. Who don't cares? Mention. I don't, I mean, whatever. Never mind. Hey, man, uh, it, if you get the time to do it and your job <laughs> allows you to do it and you still get a job when you come back, that's that's like a bonus, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, but, uh, that's what DIY hunting is all about, dude. Hell yeah. You're getting paid to do this shit. No. Doing it for no, the love. It's not cheap, man. No, it's not cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap at all. Um, you know, so what, let's see. So we were back for four days. We got on the road. Um, stopped in Winnemucca and, uh, stayed there for the night, completed the drive the next morning. Um, and this is you going out to Utah. Yeah. Yeah. This is me and my dad, uh, just the two of us going out to Utah. And, uh, I'd never been to Utah. I'd never hunted Salt Lake. You know, I mean, a buddy of mine was just kind of like, yeah, come on out and hunt, you know, fucking That's awesome. on a whim, you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, we put in for the tags and we ended up getting drawn and my buddy hasn't 
gotten drawn yeah, for it in he, years. Yeah, a couple years, right? Yeah, he's he's going on his third year of not getting drawn for and the tag. And then you come in here and swoop the first tag? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm not ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not, you know, I'm not complaining at all. And, and you're out uh, of state. And, and I'm out of state, yeah, yeah, exactly. So really, really, you know, got that got that random draw tag really lucked out that's awesome and um so we started going scouting and we're driving around these like dirt roads in utah just like in these sage flats and and juniper flats and it's like dude there's a doe are you sure that's a doe that thing looks like it weighs 300 pounds like (laughs) oh my god the deer in utah are immense just like their body the amount of meat that they have you know like Makes and, those California uh, deers look scrawny, man. Well, it makes the black tails look yeah. really small, and it makes the mule deer in California. I mean, they look pretty small, but they're not that small. Yeah, but they still they look pretty damn small. Um, and uh, you know, opening morning came around, and and we got to where we were gonna park, and and there's you know two vehicles already parked there. You know, and and I'm like, whatever, I don't care. I'm still doing that. I'm doing what I planned. You know what I mean? And and my dad went low, and I shot up the side of the mountain. And uh, we're we're moving along, and 15 minutes into the hunt, you know, there's a doe, there's a doe. Oh, my God, all of a sudden, there's eight, nine does around me, and I'm looking around, and then, wait a minute. There's a three-by-four. Oh, wait, there's a four-by-four. They're 150 yards and they're locking horns and like just Damn. you know having a good time in front of me and and uh, you know I'm I'm super confident and super just you know I'm going after it and and uh, I think they're about 200 yards at this point. Bring the rifle up, boom, miss offhand, oh, racket, and now my heart's pumping, you know. But I got a muzzle brake, so they kind of don't really know where I'm firing yeah. from. Boom! Miss again. Oh shit! <laughs> At this point, they're running away from me, right? And uh, so, racket again. Boom! Miss again. And uh, dude, I get pissed. I've had those I, moments, man. Dude, I got I got so mad, and I slung my rifle and I ran. And dude, this stuff is steep. Like you shouldn't be running on it. It's yeah. loose gravel and sage. Like it's messed up. And uh, I made my way around and I came underneath this rocky bluff and like there's the nine does running across the top circling back the other direction and there's one of the bucks behind one of these june bushes and and uh and uh you know he runs off and I'm just pissed and frustrated I sit my ass down there's no blood anywhere yeah you know I mean so- I I go ahead so at this time, are you thinking like something like your scope got knocked, or what do you what what's going no, on I'm in your head, man? No, I'm just thinking that I'm a I'm a horrible shot. It <laughs> has nothing to do with the gun because I know my gun is dead nuts. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm I'm totally confident in my firearm. It's it's That's operator good. error, definitely. And, I've had uh, a similar I've had a similar circumstance, and I was cussing up a storm. I I missed a buck twice yeah. same deal yeah. and then i was heading back to camp and there was a freaking pack of yotes dude from like a hundred yards away complete yeah two shots complete miss again but it was the four-wheeler i was using had a um, scope around where my scope would slide in i had exposed turrets so when uh-huh. i was sliding my scope into the case it was sliding my turrets oh, one shit. full revolution so when I made it back to camp, I was like, fuck, what the hell is going on with my rifle? And I got on the 100-yard target, shot, was nowhere on target. I was like, oh, my God. Anyways, but, yeah. So I've had a similar experience. It's rough, you yeah, know what I mean? Exposed turrets, dude, that's rough, man. Yeah, I, you, I can tell you this much. After that, no more exposed turrets. I mean, I've got, I've got two turrets. I got one scope with turrets, and I got a... a Another scope that I'm waiting on. Goddamn company takes forever to send out their glass waiting list. <laughs> but uh, that'll be my first. That's what I'm going to put on that 28 nozzle. Yeah. What are you throwing you know, on there? Be my, 
it's Vortex. I think it's the new, the second gen Viper HD, the one they just nice. released like last March. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that on there, and I'm with the 3378. I'm accurate to 750 yards yeah. on a rest. Yeah. Um, so I'll engage. Different. I'll engage at 750 yards. You know. So now I'm gonna try to figure this out. Oh yeah. Now I'm now I'm definitely gonna try and figure this out and switch it over to the 28 nozzler and uh, see how well I can do with that. You nice. know, a six six and a half pound gun. Wow. Yeah. You know, That's you can't a beat that. Game changer in the backcountry, man. Yeah. Yeah. I went from an 11 pound gun to a seven. I think or. 6.8 pounder this year uh-huh wow I mean, just more more shit you can carry when you do that right right so all yeah. right back more to you, talk. you yeah got so two misses and three three, three misses. misses all right don't so give me misses. credit man the three misses three clean misses right. operator error you're man. sitting down rethinking I'm sitting everything down in your head and i'm i'm like frustrated and i pull out my my spotter off of my backpack i hike around with my spotter on me mm-hmm. and uh boom there's another nine does. What's that? What's that deer? This what's is another one? another. Pack oh, this of is does? a whole another group. Okay. Same, you know. I mean, maybe two thousand yards, twenty five hundred yards away. And uh, chip shot, by the way, chip shot. Right, and uh, <laughs> and I and I glass them up, and I'm like, damn, you know, I'm I'm first. I'm in my ten buys on my on my binos, and I'm like, man, that's a decent buck. You know, that's a real big fork. And then I pull out my spotter and I zoom in on it and I'm like, that's a four by four and he's hitting the dirt. End of story. Like I am closing the deal on this buck. Pack everything up, throw up my backpack, double sling my rifle, and I, I run straight up the hill. I mean like just outright run. Now mind you, while I'm doing this, there's a road below me mm-hmm. and there's four, five, six cars down there, all the spotters all on glass, all looking at these, uh, they got to be looking at the same deer I'm looking at. Um, and are at that moment, are you the only one like on the mountain? I'm the only person. Yeah. I'm the only person that's dumb enough to run across this fucking mountain from what, that's what I found out from the locals later. Dumb enough, but in the right (laughs) position, right? (laughs) Right. Exactly. And, uh, so I, I watched it go over the top while I'm running up the hill and I dropped down the backside of the mountain, run down the top of it. And I get set up, and uh, I, I come over this this uh, this rocky knob, and I look down, and there he is, 350 yards from me. And I'm like, boom, that's it. Drop my backpack, you know, throw it off, um, pull out my shooting sticks, and and kind of you know, and and I'm like these the cliffs there are like it's high country man it's 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 rugged it's rough you know i'm looking i'm looking down the hill at him 350 yards and it's like vertical downhill almost and uh so by the time i get set up and i get the rifle on him i'm looking at him through the scope and he's just he was broadside when i spotted him now he's just straight on facing me and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, man, do I shoot him? Do I not shoot him? I'm not going to shoot him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until he turns to the side. You know, what am I going to do here? And uh, I'm looking at him, and then I'm like, I'm not going to wait. And I just line up on him, and boom, center punch him, man. And I, 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 I hit him straight in the chest. He hit, and he rolled. 100 150 yards down the hill damn now in the meantime which i didn't even realize until after uh until after the shot a car had pulled around the bottom of the mountain below me Mm -hmm. that was watching the buck go over the hill and watching me chase it and he's just saying it's the same guy he watched me shoot at these other at the other deer earlier in the morning and miss right so he's watched my entire hunt all day (laughs) and he's down at the bottom watching you know he's 1500 maybe 1800 yards away from me he's down at the bottom watching 
through his spotter on 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 his vehicle and uh boom dropped the buck the buck just pinwheeled all the way down the mountain all the way down so 150 200 yards and then uh just laid there kicking and this and that and got my uh finally got my dad on there and and i'm making you know i made my facetime call to my buddy back home and nice the biggest buck i've ever shot in my life yeah that was a you good know. buck, man. Yeah, it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad buck, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't a bad buck. I know when you sent me pictures, I was like, "Damn, dude!" <laughs> and that was on the first day, right? Yeah, it was opening morning. Yeah, before nine a.m. Before nine a.m. And I almost passed him, dude. I almost wasn't going to shoot him. Uh, so the buck that you missed was smaller than was this smaller. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, it was meant to be. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, that that was the reason why I missed that other buck. And then, uh, you know, so we, I dealt with that. I called my buddy who lives out there, um, and and sent him my location. He ended up coming in on the roads, and parking down below me with his two kids, um, and hiking up, meeting me halfway down the mountain. Nice. And uh, him and his kids kind of helped me pack it out and you know got to share the experience with the kids which for me that's you know awesome. that's a big part of, yeah it's yeah. a big part for me what it's all about and uh <laughs> and uh you know we just we got it off the mountain and and got it down there and uh you know met a bunch of really great hunters out there i mean every single person that i ran into Every person that stopped and helped us or talked to us, they're like, you're those crazy guys from California running across the mountaintops. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) Uh, That's not normal? It's not, dude. There's one guy, the guy who watched me, who watched the whole thing go down, uh, he actually found me on Instagram. Like, he didn't stop me that day. He somehow found me on Instagram realized by reading my narrative of my picture that he was the car that was down below watching and then sent me a message and like told me the whole experience from his end which was like totally rad that's awesome yeah small world man and uh so that i mean that was cool and then um you know we uh me and my me and my dad started trying to get on it for his buck Mm mm-hmm and so that Saturday evening, um, saw the biggest buck of my dad's life, probably one nineties, high one nineties, somewhere in there, right in, in there with a, with another buck behind it. That was just about as big and a buck behind that was, that was as big as mine. And was this in the same area? Uh, kind of, I mean, a couple miles away. Yeah. So you in know. relative. Yeah. Relative. I mean, mule deer, what did they chart, yeah. you know, nine, 10 miles or whatever. Um, you know, and, and, uh, boom, missed Mm. 150 yard shot, biggest buck of his life. And, uh, that was like, it was probably more devastating for me than it was for him. Yeah. Um, you know, we gave it our best that night and then every single morning and, and afternoon after that, um, I got him on multiple bucks that were as, as big as the one I shot or bigger. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, with the California, with the California, with the elk and the, and the deer season, it just, he's just not quick. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not that fast, agile man that he once was. Um, you know, so by the time what Wednesday rolled around Tuesday night, he was like, I'm done. I want to yeah. go home. Do you think he was just frustrated or? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, he, he was beating himself up Yeah. pretty, pretty solid. And, uh, and I think he just wanted to not be hunting anymore. Cause, yeah. and, and for me, when I'm out there hunting, you know, like, I'm up and down the mountain, you know, I'm going through elevation changes like nobody's business. You know, I'm, uh, 
I'm, you know, I'm, I'm running around like crazy, but he kept up with me. You know, he was, I mean, he might've been 45 minutes behind me and I'd been sitting down glassing and looking for deer for him, but he'd get there, you know, and then, and then we'd get on some deer and then he'd take a shot and then we'd go look for blood, you know, and like, uh, you know, it's, but it's, it's, it's still difficult. Uh, I might, I might actually be able to convince him to go back out of state with me next year. Nice. Um, I got some horses, I oh, think, nice. from uh, one of his best friends. So, to if use. we got the horse, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So like, if we got the horses. Like it's you got be horses, fun. like you bought horses, or like, no, that's going to change next horses. year big time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that rich. I'm not even rich, man. Paycheck yeah. to paycheck, dude. It just all goes into hunting. Yeah, same here. Right. All right. But, uh, so yeah. All right, so sounds like you had an awesome season, man. Um, yeah. I, I would say, like from that, what's uh, what was your what was your highest moment of the season? Um, honestly, the highest moment of my season this year would be uh, when I was in Nevada. All right. Uh, not not on my tag, not on yeah. my hunt. You know, when I That's was in Nevada. With my, I, you know, I was out there with my buddy, and, and we'd only been pig hunting together once before that. Um, I've been pretty good friends with his brother. And that's you're talking about, Josh. Yeah, my buddy Josh, yeah. and uh, he kind of called me in July and was like, "Hey, man, you know, do you want to come help me out with this?" And I was like, "Bro, I'm in. Like, no questions asked. I am 100 percent in." And uh, that, I mean, that trip. It was just so like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. You know, it's like every trip is all it's it's its own it's its own can of worms. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but like the amount of uh, the amount of just amazing time that him and I got to like spend joking and just <laughs> laughing, dude. Like. We would laugh until we would cry multiple times every single day, like getting frustrated and, but like always remembering that like, dude, we got to be having fun, man. Yeah. We got it. Like we can't be allowing, like we're not seeing the biggest bucks on the planet or we're, you know, we're not working hard enough. Like we just need to take, take a break, man. We need to like, remember that. Why are we here? We're yep. here to take in this view. We're here to take in the sunsets and, and the memories and the giggles and the laughing, you know, and like, I, I don't drink and he doesn't drink. So it's not yeah. like we were up there getting hella crazy and drunk and, yeah. you know, who wants to backpack in beers anyways, but extra weight, man. Yeah, dude, that's a lot of extra weight, but, uh, you know, so it was like, I don't. I don't know, man. There's just so there were so many points on on that trip in Nevada where it's just like we'd look at each other and just start crying, laughing, you know, having a good time. So <laughs> yeah, man. I that saw was some probably videos. I, both of you guys were posting videos of that trip, man. And yeah, yeah you guys definitely looked like you were having a damn good time up there. Yeah, yeah, we were. You know, and and it's like it's stuff like that. <laughs> it's stuff like that, like makes me look forward to getting to go do that again and yeah. and getting to go on a hunting trip not having a tag uh, into a different state was like for me it was like the pinnacle of like i'm strictly here to be of service i'm strictly here to help yeah and let's let's make this happen and i want it just as bad as the guy with the tag yeah you know what i mean like and and it's and it's and it's just like it's it's teamwork and it has to be teamwork and it's you know i can't even put into words how how great of an experience it was for me to get to do that nice man yeah it looked like you guys had an amazing time and i mean yeah shit the week after that he succeeded and then that juju rubbed right off on you you got a buck that that wet, no, that. no, no, no! Don't get it twisted. I got my buck first. Oh, you got your I buck got, first. My bad. My yeah, bad. I got my California <laughs> buck first. I got my don't get California it buck first, and then and then uh, he got his buck, and then his brother closed up the next right. the next morning with his buck. Yeah. Nice. 
All right, yeah. so so that's your best moment of the season. Now, yeah. what is the what would you say is the hardest moment of your season? What did you have to overcome, or um, yeah, what was that? There's two. There's two hard moments this season. Um, one I kind of touched on a bunch, mm-hmm. so I don't have to get into too much detail. A lot of it was my dad. Your dad, yeah. Um, you know that's. That's super heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, it just makes me want to work that much harder on guaranteeing his success to get another buck. Um, you know, and, uh, the, the other hard moment for me this year was, uh, you know, having difficulties with friendships of, of people that I had, that I had, uh, had friendships with, you know, that, uh, took my information Mm. and then started taking other people and just kind of, you know, threw away whatever sort of friendship or agreement that we had is like, Hey man, I'll take you out hunting and, you know, let's go have a good time and let's kill you some deer, you know, like, cause I'm all about helping other people. Um, you know, and then them just kind of like spitting in my face and being like, well, I'm going to go there with or without you. And so was it that that person didn't understand that or did they? It was more than one person this year. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's yeah. the first time in my life. It was. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a slap. In, yeah, it's a spit in the face, slap in the face, however you want yeah. to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I had two. I had two people do that to me this year. That's a that's a friendship ender right there sometimes, man. Yeah. It's made it difficult for me. One person I'm probably never going to talk to for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. But there's other reasons behind that. that yeah. I don't need to get into. <laughs> I uh, uh, I was listening to uh, the Meat Eater podcast with Steve Rinella uh-huh. and uh, Steve's awesome. Yeah, dude, that's it's such an awesome podcast, and one of the main reasons that I've kind of gone on this venture and uh, decided to start this on my own too. But uh, yeah, he was talking to his brother, I believe Remy Warren, and a couple other guys, and they were talking about how uh, you know talking about spots and like what's okay, what's not okay, and how how you react to that and they were first talking about it as like as a guide right you pay for a service you get taken into a spot and is it okay for the person that pays so i'm the customer you're the guide i pay you and then go back the next year without next year i bring in i go back the next year how do you feel about that uh i you know the whole guide thing and i have my guide license yeah um I got my guide license, my outfitter, and all that stuff uh, for taking out uh, vets. You know, yeah. I, I got that, and and it's not because I want to charge people, but I want to have the the proper paperwork. I want to be licensed and bonded and and insured and all that kind of stuff, so that when I take vets, they they can be in a safety zone. You know what I yeah. mean? As far as as everything's legit, you know. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, but I, I could never charge him for it, yeah. you know, that's awesome. Um, well, and one thing that I saw this year is like the pressure of the hunt <clears throat> for some people super took over, you know, information, needing information yeah. or, or whatever, you know, and like, I'm, I'm not a person like someone hits me up and is like, Hey, let me get Anthony's phone number. You know, I'm gonna be like, no. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, I don't do that. I don't share yeah. information. And that's also why a lot of people take me hunting with them is because they know that, like, you know, I mean, I know, I know people's hunting spots all over a bunch of different states. Yeah. You, but you, you don't know? show up at them. I, I don't, I don't show up at them. I'm not going to show up yeah. at them unless I'm invited to hunt with that person. And, and uh, you know, so anyways, you know, back to the guide thing, I'm getting off topic. Um, that's right. You know, having talked to a lot of different hunters this year and, and being more interested in hearing about the guide stuff, I've never really had an interest in it before. Yeah. Hearing or asking anything about guides or whatever. Um, dude, there's a lot of guides doing some real fucked up shit out there. Yeah. You know, blocking so, roads. So back up to that real quick. So yeah, you've never had interest in it. Is it just because we're stubborn and you want to do it on your own because i'm i'm me personally it's like people ask me like 
you want to go get a guide this year? I'm like, no, not really, man. I'd rather just pick a place and be stubborn about it. Yeah. The harder yeah. I work. Well, the- for me, I mean, I, I, I would, I would pay for a high fence hunt on some of these like silly animals that I want to yeah. get, like a Jacob's Ram and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm not, I'm not big. I mean, I'll hunt with guides. I've yeah. hunted with guides. You know what I mean? But I, I'd ne- I, I can't pay somebody. Yeah. You know for just because they've researched some information i mean i can research plenty of stuff by yep. myself yeah i'm the same way man yeah um you know and 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 figure all that stuff out myself but hey uh, if a hunter is wants to get a guide and wants to learn the ropes yeah. and learn i'm i'm all about Absolutely. it and I, if well, and, you and can afford it then good for well, you see and that's a that's another reason like when i teach hunters education you know, and I meet first-time hunters, like, I'll take them out hunting, and I'll show yeah. them the ropes, you know, and I won't charge them, because everybody can't, you know, there's a lot of guys that are, I'd say the biggest majority of people coming through hunter's education uh, is 25 to 35, Yeah. you know, and they don't get the opportunity to learn from anybody, you yeah. know, so I'll take them out, and I'll teach them whatever I can, and I'll try to help them out as much as I can, because be not everybody can like afford crazy, a guide. Man. What's that? You're going to be getting hit up on Instagram like crazy now. Nah. After everybody hears this. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's all right. I don't have to respond. Um, but you know what I mean? So like, so for me, you know, and, and that's, you know, like, I mean, people, people have hit me up on Instagram about different tags that they're getting, yeah. you know, from, that's how, from different places. Yeah. You, you know, helped and, me with that. Yeah. You know, and, and for me, dude, that's a pleasure, that's a pleasure and a privilege for me, you know, to find out what information I can and share it because I'm connected enough inside the hunting community that I can find out pretty much information all over, you know, and, and get good information that's okay to be shared without having the honey holes and the other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, So it's, you know, for me, it's, I, I, I enjoy it, you know, and, and that's, a lot of how I how I learned and and you know since 2010 the guy who's mentored me and and showed me the ropes you know um, a lot more than just my parents and my family um, you know he he was really big about you know kind of teaching me all that stuff but uh, yeah back to the guide thing you know I think the difficult thing for me with the guide stuff is like hearing about guides blocking off roads, closing mm-hmm. down valleys, telling people they got hunters and excuse me, telling people they got hunters in there when they don't or a hunters on the way. And, you know, it's because somebody's paying somebody else ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 or whatever yeah. to kill a, a trophy bull or a trophy deer, um, public land. And, uh, I just that's difficult. That's a yeah. difficult pill for me to swallow. Hey, this is public land, but, but you've got a hunt. guide going on, yeah. so you can't hunt here. Absolutely. Like, I, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, <laughs> "Excuse me." Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> probably be like middle finger somewhere and just drive around their yeah. vehicle, yeah. you know. But they're Absolutely. blocking roads and stuff and getting yeah, in fights with people. That's not you cool. Know? Yeah. All yeah. right, so. All right, so buddy shows a spot. I'm I'm chopping that up. You you take a buddy somewhere. You show him yeah. the spot. He shows up. How I frame it up and I, how I've heard it framed up recently is literally like sleeping with your buddy's wife. Would you? Yeah. Would you put it there? Yeah, I'd put it there. All right, all right. So especially with hunting spots. All right. So Absolutely. everybody, you hear that? That is like sleeping with someone's wife. That is you don't do that shit. Yeah. So I, I think that's a big thing a lot of people don't understand, and uh, I, yeah, I get people also, and like I, I fucking suck at hunting, and people ask me all the time, and I'm, I'm not gonna tell people. I put in all that work, and everybody just expects that stuff just given to them. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what's next for you right now? Like, what do you got going on? Uh, anything? <laughs> Winding down to end of the year. Wind, I think what's next for me is like severe depression for not having any more mule deer tags. Um, what's next? Uh, I got mule deer migration coming up. Yeah. Uh, which I'll which I'll start monitoring and watching. Uh, that was big time inspired to me by 
by uh, Muley Matt and, nice. and a couple other guys that do all that kind of stuff. Um, I got my archery. Well, it's not archery. I got my, my mountain lion tag okay. for Nevada, which I'm just waiting for snow to fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want hounds. I'm, I think we're going to get hounds. Um, nice. I want to try and do a whole predator video, get the biologist, do like a 45 minute documentary on mountain lions. Nice. You know, while hunting a mountain lion and, and also going over the wildlife management aspect of it, what it means, you know, what they're taking out of the population of deer and other animals, so on and so forth. They're cute cats, I thought. Yeah, yeah, totally. Just nice, cute cats. Everybody loves them. Yeah. They don't yeah. do anything to the deer population. And no, they don't sneak into people's houses and steal their dogs off their yeah. beds. <laughs> I don't know. It's like coyotes. They're, uh, they're cute little cuddly dogs, right? Right, yeah. And then uh, I've got my depredation tag for pigs. Yeah. Um, on a property I manage, so I'll nice. be doing that. And then uh, I stole so my California. Of that, you yeah. you were just uh, what you were pig hunting lab two days ago. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Tell uh, us about it. Pig hunting pulled up to the spot and uh, just took a walk. I jumped a real nice forky straight off the bat, and I was like, "Damn, look at that! It's a nice buck." And I keep walking down down this one valley, and you know. Oh, is that that? That's that Forky moving. It. That's not a Forky. That's that's that pig. That's a pig. <laughs> and I I planted my ass down and got out my shooting sticks. It was 250 yards, and uh, boom, drilled him. Heard the he meat ran. smack in the video. Oh yeah, you could hear the meat yeah. smack in the video for sure. Such a great sound, by the way. And uh, he ran ten feet, dropped. Rolled down the hill, got his ass back up, ran again, dropped, rolled down the hill. Jesus. Yeah. Got back up and then just uh, went over the ridge line into a back valley. Gone. And just into a thicket. Yeah. I mean, and it's and it's raining. And, I mean, when I got there, you could see the dry dirt that mm -hmm. he kicked up from where he rolled. But, uh. The blood was like, I mean, there was blood, but you ain't following it. Yeah. And it's depredation anyways. Yeah. Um, For anybody that know. doesn't know hunting pigs, if you get a second shot at hunting, at shooting a pig that you shoot, do not second guess that. Take the second yeah. shot. Those yeah. are the most, uh, the toughest animals you will ever come by. And that pig yeah. will probably live and he'll heal and he'll have a big old gnarly calcium scar on his bone wherever he got shot when the next person gets him right <laughs> just the gnarliest animals man. they are just the hardy like shoot them in the head they live i told you that story but yeah like shot a pig in the head dropped to the ground turned my back gave a high five to my buddy turned around the pig was gone like gone the hell does that happen in the head yeah like, and sometimes dude they're they're fat seals their wound channels yeah. so you can't even follow the blood trail yeah i've i've uh i've hit uh, pigs before and you after gutting them man on their arms you just have these gnarly knuckles of calcium that's healed up so yeah take yeah. that second shot if you have a chance so yeah um, right. all right so all right back sidetrack there all right yeah so, and then california bear california bear all right yeah yeah and, and that is uh I am strictly looking for a 450-plus-pound bear. Yeah. Um, Have you taken I a bear before? Never taken a bear before, and I'm I'm almost dead set on doing it with uh, with a bow. Nice. Um, and uh, when is that? Tag? Getting, that tag that? is good till January. December 25th. December 25th. All right. Yeah. Um, so I so still I'm got really, time to fill my bear tag. Hey, yeah, dude. I always, hey, come I always on, have dude. one. If you want to go mess I, around for bears, come on up, man. Let's dude, go, I'd love uh, to. Let's go try and find some bears. I always have one just in case when I'm in the backcountry. Because you never know. Because you never know, man. And, yeah. you know, if, I'd be more than happy to take a bear over, over a mule deer someday. But Yeah. Um, all right, so so you, so that's what that's what you got going on for the rest of this year. Um, yeah. Looking forward, what do you got going on? Any big plans for eighteen? Uh, Twenty eighteen, 
um, California. It's just archery, 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 yeah. and then rifle season. Um, there's some talks of uh, archery elk hunt, possibly mm-hmm. two or maybe two archery elk hunts. Um, I'm not going to disclose the states yet because I don't know. New Zealand, um, right? And then, what's that? New Zealand. Yeah. 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 Red State Staff. of New Zealand. It's all yeah. good. State of New Zealand. That's where yeah. we're going. Um, and then uh, there's definitely maybe looking to going back to Montana. Uh, to nice. not this year, but the year before, my dad got a monster four by five out there. Um, so over I might be counter. looking at going back to Mo- yeah over nice. the counter. Yeah. Big game combo tag. Oh, okay. Um, elk and deer um and then uh so more out of state plans for next year it sounds like every every year it's next year i'd like to do three different states instead of uh instead of two so i've i've got i've got a uh, oregon and california and a utah mule deer i need to get a montana mule deer need to get a U or a, a Nevada mule deer. I need to get a Wyoming and then Idaho and, uh, Colorado. Just knock all the Western States. Yeah. And then, I mean, I'll, I'll drop down into the Southwest at some point, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not thinking about it too much yet. Um, but, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of my bill for nice. 2018. That's, that's a good amount of, uh, right there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to be busy. Yeah, I'll be a busy man. Put that, you know, that yet? Yeah, I'm 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 good as far as vacation goes. Vacation's my job loves in. me, so nice. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no questions asked. My my company knows they've they've got me from December until August, and uh, from <laughs> August until mid November, there's a real high chance that I'll be gone for probably a week every month. That's awesome. And. Uh, and they're okay with that. That's you know. That's so. man. I mean, that's you're lucky and very fortunate to. I'm a I'm a I'm a good boss. So there you go. You know, they they love me. They keep me around. That's for that's now, positive. at least. For now, yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, all right. Cool. Um, yeah. I guess so. Last question, I guess we'll ask is, uh, so we'll get off of season. Sounds like it went great. You yeah. got some big plans for eighteen. Um, with all the hunting you've done this year, scouting and everything, uh, what's like the best piece of gear you got? What, what would you say like this year that helped you get through everything? And is it clothing, rifle, fucking glass, tripod? What is it? Man, you know, so this year. I know you're a Kuyu man. So, but that's, that's, that's new to this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so this year, as far as gear is concerned, was a was a fairly big year for me. Um, I upgraded my spotter. Mm-hmm. You know, from a Bushnell 1985 top of the line <laughs> to uh, to actually getting some decent glass that I yep. could afford. Um, you know, and and then uh, I uh, I. Switched all my hunting gear from Cabela's, which is the lifetime in Cabela's. Um, You know, but I never realized that I was like always uncomfortable, but I just dealt with it. Yep. Um, In their gear, just because I was so used to the uncomfortability. Yeah. And uh, so I switched over last November when I went to watch the mule deer migration and I got the Yukon rain gear. Um, it, was, it was their over. It was their in-store thirty percent off sale that they were doing right before Thanksgiving, and uh, I went and yeah, I picked that up, and uh, I I was in the pouring rain for four days, and at the end of every day when I got back to my truck and and climbed inside to go to sleep at night, Boom, I yeah. was dry. Yeah, I was. I mean, like. That's never happened in my life. Yeah, I think I, I think for anybody listening to this, and hopefully there's a lot of people listening to this, and um, yeah. I think from a gear perspective, I I did the same thing this year. I I've always used Realtree this from Bass Pro or Cabela's, yeah. and I tried the Under Armour stuff. And no offense, Under Armour, 
is junk um, when you compare it to companies like Kuyu and um, yeah, you 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 spend it's the money the same up price front, though. But man, the the fit and the feel of the apparel, the packs. I've, I've got the pack as well this year, and just game changing in the field. I mean, obviously, you know, we're in miserable conditions nonstop, and being comfortable out there is it's huge. Yeah, and I mean, it's it makes well not makes your hunt enjoyable yeah it it does dude and it's so funny actually having comfort yeah when you're hunting because you're like wait a minute this isn't supposed to be like it's not supposed to be this it's supposed to be miserable right yeah you know but the other thing that i found out too is like all the gear that i was buying from kuyu is the same gear that i was getting it's not the same gear excuse me but the same price point yeah as everything I was buying from Cabela's. Yeah. You know, so it was like, why, why not? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, I, and after all of that being said, my favorite piece of gear, God, what is my favorite piece of gear? Um, the gear that stood out the most for me this year <laughs> was uh, the Teton insulated layers mm. that they make. Um I mean, I I would wear them to sleep at night when it yeah. was cold, when we're outside. Uh, I'd wear them all day hunting. Are those are the merino wool. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's 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 a synth. I think it's a synthetic blended layer. Okay. Uh, so it, it's like a down but insulated layer instead oh, okay, of it gotcha. being the outer yeah. layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Kenai. It's so like it's like a mid jacket. Yeah, it's a mid layer. Yeah. Thank you. Um. And, uh, dude, it was for me, hands down the best part of my gear wardrobe I had this year. And I would pour sweat and I'm yeah. hiking up hills, even if it was cold. But by the time that I'd sit down and pull out my, my, uh, my spotting scope and start glassing, I'd be bone dry and worn in less than, you know, five, 10 minutes. That's awesome. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, you can't, that, you can't buy that level of comfort no. on the mountain. <laughs> That kind of shit makes your day. It's so amazing. Yeah. All right. It's so amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I think that's about it, man. Um, any concluding thoughts? Uh, when are we going to do your first podcast? When When do I get to interview you? Damn, that's, dude. Uh, I don't know. We can do one pretty soon, dude. Just we should, hear we should, about Tag Soup City, dude. We should. We should. We'll have to do. Uh, We'll have to do a flip the script, man. Yeah, we'll have to do a flip the script here soon. Do one. Uh, I'm out for. Let's see. Out. Finally getting back into the woods this weekend, and then nice. off to Europe for about a week, and then uh, yeah, maybe when I get back. Nice. Shit, yeah, hopefully I, this I got weekend, Call. I'll call you with a buck story this weekend. Hopefully. Yeah, you better get a buck Fill this weekend. D16 I'll be down. Pack. I'll I'm be actually, in Santa Barbara this weekend. Nice. Yeah, I'm actually taking my uh, taking my boy out this weekend for the first time. So. Oh he's, really? Yeah, he's uh, he's eight years old, so I'm gonna he's take eight. him out. That's gonna be yeah. so cool. So man. hopefully, Dad can come through and actually and and connect on something. But I'm gonna take him out there and uh, we'll see how he does. I'm I'm curious. Like he's down with the hiking. He loves camping. He loves the outdoors. He loves doing everything Dad does. And he's all yeah. into the hunting. He helps me process when I bring animals home and everything. He loves eating cool. the animals. Um, so hopefully this week this weekend i can connect on something with him there so that would be that would be an experience man that's so uh, rad but yeah so i look Thursday. forward man i look forward to your success dude yeah hopefully hopefully i can come back with a story to tell if not it'll yeah. be a good time with him in the outdoors no matter what man right so, um, right so uh how do people uh how do people look you up man what's your instagram and all that if if people want to Step into the fair waters of of. By the way, whatever this guy's got a story all the time on, my, on this story. Yeah, always got a yeah, smile on his face. Wanna, He's always having a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's. I get made fun of because I'm always smiling, dude. Everybody's like, yeah. You're always smiling, dude. What's, what's wrong with what's that? What's going on? <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's uh, it's game over or at game over ig game over ig on Instagram and uh, that's. That's the only uh, the only social media platform that I will use. All right. 
So there you go, guys. Yeah. Uh, you guys so. can find Andy at Game Over IG on Instagram. I tell you what, he will not disappoint you with a story. That's all I'm going to say. Always has a good story. Yeah, Always and, has and a laugh. Anybody in California, if you ever have questions or if you ever need any information, um, or if you're in the Bay Area and you have someone that wants to go through Hunter's education, you know, you can always contact me about that stuff as well, or you know, any ideas or where you might go for your next hunt or what you're going to do. You know, I'm I'm totally here to be of service. I'm totally here to help. You know, we're we're a hunting community, and up until two years ago, I felt like we were really falling off the face of the planet. And uh, right now, we're making an enormous comeback. You know, and for any California hunters, support your local hunting companies, support your local hunting merch companies, you know, hats, hoodies, you know, and support your local California gear companies. You know, when when fishing game tries to, you know, or whatever happens, happens when when things are going to start happening in the state to make hunting more difficult. um, It's going to be the local companies that are going to be the ones saving us and putting up money to help us and fight, you know, regulations. So that's all. I I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all I can say about that. You know, absolutely. It's uh, it's going to take a lot of us to make a difference. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for uh, joining me today. And uh, I think that'll be a wrap on the first podcast, dude. Yeah, dude. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I look forward to many more, man. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for tuning in to the show, folks. If you'd like to check us out online, our website is www.theflipflopguide.co. You can find out all the information you need to have your own flip-flop in your own backyard. We encourage this, and we'd love to see this happening in every backyard across America. You can purchase our sauces that have been cranking out flip-flops from my grandfather since the 1960s. If you had trouble filling your tags this year, we also have available on our website Maui Nui Axis Deer Legs. They're 100% USDA approved and ready for your consumption. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at the flip flop guy. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to smash that subscribe button.